Hello, you're only here. on the air you maniacs my name is Darian I'm back for another round of horror bullshit whether you asked for it or not I'm still here my main man Jason Harrell is in the house hi what's up Jason nothing what's up with you oh you know I just thought I would bring Buddy back from the dead Buddy is alive (laughs) and well ladies and gentlemen yeah what's going on with you big fella oh man where do I start where do you start (laughs) alright so (laughs) working a lot yeah Um, figured that yeah new building and all that at work delightful yeah then mom passed away heard about that worked even harder then I injured my neck Oh, um, then got married and then whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, 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 <laughs> yeah. What is this got what? married business? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, you got married. Got married. What's his name? <laughs> yep, we uh, typed him out last Friday. Actually, Grinder does pay off. I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, right on, buddy. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So <laughs> who what, knew? Yeah, what, yeah, you guys just snuck off and didn't tell anybody. Yeah, what? pretty much. Yeah, we. Uh, it was funny because we announced it to. Uh, our families on the first um, and of April of, of April. April, so of course Fool's oh, April geez. Fool's Day, and so nobody believed it, which was great. And of, then, like a few yeah. days later, it's like, no, really, we are. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So um, actually, it was I injured my neck and went to the chiropractor, and then uh, my chiropractor sister, which is a receptionist, said, you know, oh, I officiate weddings, so we'll do it then. Oh boy! So, you're, <laughs> so, so you're she'll do office? it. So, she so said your chiropractor did. sister, yeah. was like, yeah, sure, yeah. Who you she, just met that day? No, no, no. I, I've known him for years since oh, okay. I moved here. Right. Yeah, look at this guy. Look at there. Look at there. Oh, well, his yeah, hand. Oh, well, yeah, I've had that he's forever. been wearing that forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Tells you how often I look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's usually something else you're looking at. <laughs> hey, but um, yeah, so we were gonna go to the courthouse deal, you know, and get right. married there, and and then that's when uh, she's like, "Oh no, we can do it at my house." So we went to her house, and she didn't charge anything. She's just like, you know, hey, you know, I've known you guys for a while, you know, and and uh, let's just do it there. So we did it there, and it was pretty cool. Then we went nice. downtown and took some pictures and did stuff. I'll show you some pictures. Okay, later. but you did. You got like it's official. You got it is the, official. The yeah. license and all that. Yeah, shit. yeah, nice. we had to. You know, did that whole application downtown for yeah, a TFL, yeah. all that paperwork yeah, prior. Yeah. And then uh, um, she did the officiating, so she turned in all the paperwork. And very stuff, cool. So. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, congrats, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah now you get to be miserable just like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's both of our second time. That's not a good story. <laughs> hey. or, or lessons have been learned. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right on, dudes. Well, we got the regular horror show to get into here. We got horror news, listener mail. We got all kinds of fun things to, to get into tonight. Let's kick things off. 
with a little of the old horror news, amigos. Yeah. <laughs> horror news. Well, what do you have to say for yourselves? Buddy. Anything? Well, We've Rob- been missing our Funko updates. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob Zombie says he's likely not going to make any more Firefly family or Munster movies. Oh, I guess Munster. Right thank heavens. For yeah. yeah, yeah I'm all right. Dude, that Munster's, I wasn't a fan of it. I still haven't watched it. Yeah. So bad. Yeah, wasn't it, bad. It was bad. terrible. So bad. Oh, and I guess man. it took like five years for them to make it with Universal. He's like, I'm not doing another one of those. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Uh, immersive horror game Afterlife Virtual Reality arrives on PS VR2 on April 19th. All right. You think you will pick that one up? Um, I'm going to say no. No? No, a couple of things on the VR. I have hmm. the Oculus Quest, uh-huh. and I have a couple of horror games on there. Mm-hmm. They will make you take a dump right in your pants. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're very immersive and very intense. And, like, one of them I have is called uh, Dread Halls. All you do is walk down dark hallways, and periodically you'll hear shit creeping up behind you, or you'll see like weird like eyes peering at you through the dark. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds pretty weak, but when you actually put the the fucking goggles on and you're you're doing it, it's pretty creepy. It's very creepy. Maybe maybe <laughs> yeah. that's what I need to train with, so I can actually go to some of these haunts. Sure, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. but dude. I think you should train with the haunts to get into the VR. Oh, really? Dude, it's like, the opposite way. I'm, huh? I'm going to tell you right Yeah, I don't have Sarah's arm to hold on to. In, That's what in you the need. Game. Yeah. I'll get you one of those pillows that oh, has okay. the, the oh, yeah. thing going on. Or maybe on my buddy. The, yeah, that'll work too. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, the like the, the level that I'm on with, with Dread Halls, which I have not revisited in like five years because it fucking freaks me out. There's like a statue. And it won't fuck with you if you're looking at it, but as soon as you look away, it runs at you. And then you look at it, and it's perfectly still. Oh, yeah. And then you look away, and you Red hear, light, green light, huh? You hear the ch 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 And then you... What? So now you're, like, trying to backpedal your way down the dark hallway sure. while staring at the statue. So wh- but you don't know what's on the other side of you. <laughs> yeah. So what happens if you don't look at the statue and it comes after it you? It kills you. It oh, kills it does? You. Yeah, oh, okay. It, it kills the shit out of you. Yeah. Wow. Which is a whole other... It, and when you die at this game, it's not like a, just a you're dead thing. It's like a flashes and fucking freak out kind of a thing. Wow. It's scary as shit, man. Oh, that sounds really cool. And I got a Blair Witch game. I haven't gotten out of the car yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... I don't think I will be getting out of the car. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, I'm going to stay right here. You guys go ahead. <laughs> Some guy in the corner. Uh, Cube Japanese remake is now streaming on Screambox. Okay. I haven't seen any of that, um, but I did cubes? like Cube. Okay, yeah. yeah, the originals, but I haven't seen the Japanese. Uh, a couple of things. Number one, I'm not going to subscribe to Screambox. No. So no, fuck right off. No, definitely. I not. don't think they can improve it. I improve mean, on Cube. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like I don't see them bringing something new to it. Right. Not really, but I mean, maybe I don't. I, I'd be willing to try. The problem I have is that when I find that when you take an American movie and you try to Japanese Japanize it or try so the the example I would give you is there's a bizarro Italian remake of Reanimator mm-hmm. has very little to do with Herbert West Reanimator or H.P. Lovecraft or anything at all really other than the fact that the main character's name is Herbert West. Oh. Um, 
It's very romantic and very sexy. Uh, <laughs> that is there's, sexy. <laughs> there's a lot of chest hair involved, mm-hmm. and uh, it's. It, 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 I wouldn't even call it a horror movie. I would call it like a weird science drama romance situation. Sounds like a hoot. It's it's very boring. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, you don't want it. So okay. I don't know, man. I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to check it out. I'm willing to dip my toes into you'll Japanese have, You'll have cube. to get the screen box trial. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that. Not though. even the trial. Not even the trial. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Forget about it. And then, oh, crap, I just got charged. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how they get you, buddy. Yeah. That's how they fucking get you. Mm-hmm. You know how many porn sites I've fallen victim to? There's a virtual reality <laughs> one. It's stupid. <laughs> And Faces of Death remake has begun filming this oh, week. Boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually pretty excited about this one. Um, I don't know about the cast though. Uh, it has Dakry Montgomery from Stranger Things, Barbie Fiera from Euphoria. How do you remake Faces of Death? Well, it's a new <laughs> plot that revolves around a female moderator of a YouTube-like website whose job is to weed out offensive and violent content, and who okay, herself. Okay, so is they're recording. not trying to reproduce. The faces original. of death right. and the idea that it was real. Right. But she's trying to weed out the violent content and who herself is recovering from a serious trauma that stumbles across a group that is recreating the murders from an original film. But oh. in the story prime for the digital age and age of, of online hmm. misinformation, the question faced is, are the murders real or fake? Interesting. Yeah. So it's a completely different take on it, but they're going to like remake it. Yeah. I'm interested. Remember the eighth grade? When, when you were barely, a, when you were a fucking stud, if you made it through Faces of Death, oh, dude, I loved it. I mean, m- when I was like in elementary school, I couldn't get enough of it. I thought it was dumb as shit. We watched those as a family. Did you? Yeah, yeah we yeah. Just, we rented and watched those as, like coll- like collectively. Yeah, myself, my parents, my grandparents, we did the same thing. Yeah, we all we, just sat and watched it. Well, I rented them at a um, so Reno Video finally got like Faces of Death one and two. And because there was a dumb stoner behind the counter, he would let me just rent whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one and two, and we had a slumber party at my buddy's house. And uh, about halfway through one, we just decided to watch Beavis and Butthead instead because <laughs> yeah. it was kind of dumb. Eventually, we went back to it and we watched all of it. But it was very uh, – the, the only thing I really remember about it was the orgy, the blood orgy, where there was like a corpse – and uh, people were like trying to eat it while they were fucking each other. Was that the oh. satanic? Yeah, it was like a satanic kind of situation. Yeah, and then there was um, the monkey brains was a big one. But you don't get to see it because it's just a bunch of jump cuts. It's like monkey face spinning around on the table. <laughs> yeah, and then like businessman with like a mallet. For, for some reason, it. I always yeah. remember the parachute guy in the like the swamp of alligators. I remember like a sheriff in getting getting hit with the alligator. Hmm. He was like trying to rope the alligator, but then he got pulled in, and then a bunch of jump cuts, and then you just see like a husk on the on the <laughs> bank. And you're yeah. like, oh, well, I didn't fucking see anything. And then like the the baby seal thing, mm-hmm. where again a bunch of jump cuts, and then a bunch of dead seals. Oh well, I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, this, I don't, is, this is stupid. This, uh, stupid. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Oh, shit. Well, what have you not stolen from my <laughs> notebook? Uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Has yeah. anybody seen it yet? No. No? Nope. I'm interested. Me I'm too. intrigued. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hits VOD uh, next week. Oh, hmm. wow. Matter of fact, I have to get into you that. you know which VOD? 
various. Uh, so oh, okay. you can probably get it on Amazon Prime. Okay, so it's not an exclusive to somewhere. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, Netflix is teasing a Stranger Things animated series. Yeah. Pass. I mean, what you... I like Stranger Things, but I'm not interested in animation. Those kids are like 35 now. That's the mm. only way they can keep pretending they're young. Yeah. Well, the one kid, the one guy is like, he's a Ghostbuster, but the rest of them, they're fucked. Yeah. You know, career-wise. So is this taking off after... Stranger Things series, or is this no, like a remake and starting all over? No and... plot elements have been revealed. Okay, yet. but if you're some kind of a Stranger Things aficionado, you might look into that. Mm. Uh, what else do we have here? This is—I uh, don't know how I feel about this. Uh, American Horror Story season twelve. Damn, twelve seasons. Starring. Oh. Kim Kardashian. Oh God. <laughs> I, hope they, it, I hope they kill her off in the first episode. So kind of like scream when it first came out. That, that was my thought exactly uh-huh. because uh, if you'll recall, uh, let's, the singer. Let's rewind the clock back to American Horror Story uh, Asylum. Mm-hmm. All the advertising was American Horror Story starring Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Yeah. He was dead in 14 minutes. Yep. And we never saw or heard from him again mm-hmm. in the whole series. So spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. No, it's it's the only season we've not watched. Are you serious? Yeah, for some reason, like Asylum just always gets like skipped over. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's it's <laughs> very know, busy. I don't know why. Okay, and well, of course we did tap out of it altogether. So the whole thing. Yeah, we kind of burn out all the gay after, stuff after. No, wasn't even that. No, because every season just peters out. That okay? Like mm. they they all seem to start strong, and then they all just kind of take this really awful turn so i get you on that here's what you have to understand when you go into american horror story number one at the end of the season you're going to get a happy ending (laughs) i'm sorry i don't like it either but that's what you're going to get uh number two there's going to be a bunch of weird tie there's going to be a bunch of fan service and uh tie-ins to past characters and things like that number three there's going to be a lot of gay stuff prepare yourself yeah to be left agape as they say <laughs> in the industry. Already gaping, yeah, thank you. A lot of gaping. Number four, they try to keep on top of like the 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 I guess the trends of the time. Yeah. And that can be a bit taxing, especially for three old guys like us. But if you can if you can just kind of grind through it, I think you'll be you'll be surprised, you know? I I always have been. I haven't watched New York yet or Double Feature. There was, jeez, oh, I didn't even know those two existed. Double Feature? Yeah. Oh, is that the one where they split the season because yes. of COVID? Yes. Oh, we we watched that first half, and then it went over into that second black, like it's black and white, right? I have no idea. Oh, that's right. Uh, so then, <laughs> spoiler, it, so then, spoiler. It, so then it goes into the second story, right? We thought it was a continuation of the first story. But we couldn't figure out how that was supposed to be tying in with the first story. I have no idea. So the whole time we're like, this is dumb as fuck. <laughs> we didn't know it was two completely different stories. I like, hmm. okay, so the last one, uh, 1984, I adored. That one was great. Um, after that, the, the problem I have with that is that there's no Evan Peters. There's yeah. no Sarah Paulson. Um no Jessica Lang, obviously, but she's been vacant for a little while. Unless you go back to Apocalypse. Um, like, all the staples are kind of going. And now they're bringing in new ones. Like Billy Eichmann. Yeah, we didn't watch. So, we, I guess the only one we haven't seen then is New York. Okay. I didn't even know that was a season. Yeah, just okay. just wrapped, actually. 
All right. Uh, what else do we have here? Bruce Campbell is going to guest star on next week's Impractical Jokers. And I guess there's a whole Evil Dead theme going on with whatever's going on there. You're a nice. big fan of Impractical Jokers. I was. Was? For a very long time, yes. But I just, I don't know. I haven't gotten back into it. Yeah. I'm like five or six seasons behind. I don't know. It's kind of like your ICP phase. Uh, it could be, but except, <laughs> except I you could still listen to ICP. I could, and I have not gotten any impractical jokers tattoos. Sure. <laughs> Can't say the same about ICP. Sorry. All right. That's all we got on the listener mail. You motherfuckers. You ready for some, or actually horror news. It's time for some listener mail. Yeah. Good job, rookie. <laughs> Fuck your face, sir. Listener mail. Booyah! We got emails, we got voicemails, we got DMs, we got all kinds of shit. I'm going to start this listener mail segment with a direct message to me from Coop Nukem via PaddedRoomPodcast.com. How did that happen, Jason Harrell? Uh, because he used a keyboard and typed it. What he did, Jason Harrell, <laughs> he went to paddedroompodcast.com. He set himself up a profile. He did. He friended me. He sent me a friend request. Because nice. it's just like fucking Facebook. Can you believe that? <laughs> Except less functional. Uh, uh, well, more, more sporadic. More sporadic. Less. I mean, it's more or less the same functionality, but without all the fact checkers and the... Uh, Facebook jail. A lot easier to sing, sing, totally. send dick pics. Totally. And I've got some dick pics from Coop, okay. but I'll, I'll share those with you later. Uh, my three on a meat hook are, number three, Silent Night, Deadly Night. We're talking about holiday horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, Kremlins. I don't care for that. Number one, Thanksgiving. This better count, Darian, sir, chore car sucks. Now he's got to make fun of my car. I don't think that was necessary, but all right. Thanks for uh, signing up over there at uh, paddedroompodcast.com there, Cooper. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Let's get over to the regular old emails, He's shall a we? genital and a what? And a scrotum. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, bros. Well, I guess that was it for the emails this week. We got some voicemails, though. Let's kick things off down in the funky old south. Our main man in Alabama, Alan, is in the house. Hey, Alan. Bedroom, what's up? Who's this scary guy? Doing good. Why is he whispering? He asked me to whisper. Anyway, hope everybody's doing good. Uh, (laughs) Meat Hook holiday movies. I'm going to go number three, Krampus. Number two, The Crow. And number one, Trick or Treat. Yeah, Uh, I get that. I checked out the barn. I actually really liked it. That's not bad. Um, It was. Stupid, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and the boogeyman looked like he was going to drop the like next badass black metal album. Uh, okay, I watched Antichrist. Okay, I get why it was controversial and uh, stuff, but I was so friggin' bored. Yeah, that movie is a slog, and <laughs> I, mean, I understood what it was about. I just didn't care. Well, anyway, hope everybody's right. doing good. I will talk to y'all later. Bye. Be oh yeah. What? I joined the Padded Room oh. uh, website. Very cool. Later. And Bye. you're a good man for You're it. a good man for doing it there, Alan. Feel free to uh, message me or Jason anytime you like. 
We will happily regale you with tales of barns and antichrists and things of that things of that, that nature. nature. Uh, let's get down to Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey yo! Hey yo! Padded room. How's my favorite degenerate this week? Pretty Still good. alive. Oh, I hope everyone is doing well. I gotta Maybe. say, man, I. Uh, huh. It's a good thing I don't tend to uh, drink a lot while I listen to the show. You should. The haunted shocker. <laughs> probably would have. Uh, well, most definitely would have created a spit tank. The haunted. <laughs> the shocker. haunted shocker. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> had me rolling on that shit. That's good hey, stuff. Hey, one other thing you had mentioned. Yeah, I'm super fucking stoked for a Witchboard remake. Are you? I know it's going to suck, but I'm super oh, well, fucking stoked okay, for it. Sure. Um, hey, on the uh, meat hooks, yeah. you're, you're right, man. Trying to come up with uh, horror flicks that don't all happen to fall on Halloween, but I guess my favorites did. So okay. uh, I would go uh, Trick or Treat. Sure. I would go uh, Night of the Demons, and then I, it's got to be the original Halloween. I, I just yeah. don't see how it can be anything other. Yeah, I agree. Um, don't know who you are in the educating department. Uh, that's going to be a tough uh, one. Didn't get to catch no flicks. Okay. So, uh, hope all is well. Love you, like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Bye-bye. We'll see you on the next side. Beware the haunted shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere out there, there's somebody going, I want a haunted chocker. <laughs> oh, no, I'm drunk again, gentlemen. Hope I don't get a haunted chocker. <laughs> that was all we had on the listener mail, amigos. Do you have anything for Coop Newcomb, uh, Alan, or Tom Hardy? Thanks, everybody, for calling and writing in. Of course. Thanks. Buddy, what do you think, off the top of your head, Without you know what, without thinking about it, your top three favorite Holiday horror movies are. Holiday, uh, Krampus, Halloween, and Trick or Treat. In that order? Uh, Halloween's number one for me. Okay, so give me, give me, prioritize. Okay, so Krampus, number three, Trick or Treat, number two, Halloween, number one. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Good Krampus lineup. is good. Krampus yeah, it is. is good. It is. I always wanted a sequel to that one. It never happened. I wanted to see, Krampus and Trick or Treat, both same director. Sequels, no can do. There's always that perpetual little buzzing about oh, with trick or treat. Yeah, it's fucking, what are we, 12 years out now? <laughs> get out of here. All right, you maniacs, you ready to get into a movie? You Let's betcha. do it. Let's do it. Coming soon from Nevermore Production Films. Meet Sam, Josh, Michelle, Russell, Chris, and Nikki as they embark on a Halloween night they'll never forget. The Barn. The legend of the barn isn't just a campfire story anymore, it's something far worse. <laughs> the Barn. What happens every year when the harvest moon shines its brightest is about to happen again, and again, and again. All they wanted was a Halloween they'd never forget. What they got was a night they'd pray to survive. This Halloween... Trick or treat. Smell my feet. scared me to death. And die. Starring Mitchell Mussolino, Will Stout, Lexi Drips, Cortland Woodard, Nikki Darling, 
Nicholas Joshua and Richard Bellock. The Barn. Coming soon to video cassette. The Barn. The Barn. The Barn. The Barn. From 2016, got 5.2 stars on IMDb, written and directed by Justin M. Seaman. <laughs> Insert jizz jokes here. Uh, stars Mitchell Mussolino, Will Stout, and Lexi Drips. <laughs> insert more semen jokes here. <laughs> Why do you keep pointing to your asshole when you say insert semen here? That's hair. where the semen goes. <laughs> or the the old poop shoot, as I call it. Um, this one is a bit of a throwback, my friends. And it's a, it's a low-budget one at that. Um, it's not rated. It's uh, presently stream. Well, you can rent it streaming on uh, Prime Video. Uh, recently had a sequel come out in 2022. I have not seen it yet. Have you guys? I uh, ordered it from uh, eBay. Oh, okay. Because it's impossible to find otherwise. You can't get it streaming? you got to mm-hmm. get a hard copy? Yep. Okay. Well, I, after watching this, I actually wanted to own both. Okay. That a <laughs> boy. So, uh, we start off in the Weary Falls 1959 Halloween uh, fin- um, it's like a gathering, I guess. It's not really a party. It's it's a church. It's a harvest hooting nanny. Well, damn it! Not really. We start off in the church, like with a. It's a church function. I don't know what you call that. A gathering, uh, and basically the priest there is telling everybody to, um, you know, enjoy the Halloween festivities, but you got to <laughs> stay away from this one area because if you go there, just a, it's just a rule. Just don't go near this this one area. <laughs> Naturally, some kids grow up, grow a pair of balls, mm-hmm. start egging each other on, so they go and they knock on the barn door, which is in the area. Well, what do you expect when you tell them not to? You can't tell right? them not to. Tell them you promote it. They'll yeah, never go there. Of course not. Go down there for some wholesome. Uh, <laughs> it's it's it, you're going to have fun learning down there. They're going to avoid that place like a fucking <laughs> right. plague. Um, they go down there. They knock on the barn door. Barn door opens, and we see. One of our antagonists, uh, the Boogeyman, who basically looks like, I think Alan summed it up, he's like a heavy metal miner, pretty yeah. much, you mm-hmm. know? He's got like the long, flowing 80s uh, silver he's locks. He's got some majestic locks. He does. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, that part didn't make a lot of sense to me, but we'll get into that later. There's a lot of things that don't make sense about this <laughs> right. But uh, it's fine, and then they, of course, he's like a miner, so he takes his pickaxe and buries it in the head of one of the trick-or-treaters. Now we're going to cut to 1989, 30 years later, mm-hmm. where uh, I guess the town has kind of moved a couple miles north or whatever, and they've readopted the new name of Helen Falls, but the, the mythos of this um, barn lives on. So we have one dude who's a senior in high school who is wildly obsessed with Halloween to the point of creating like his own role-playing game around it in which there are rules and regulations that must be followed. I figured that was kind of a a take on uh, Scream. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, having to dictate the rules of the the game. Okay, I'm with you, except... Okay. <laughs> All right. So in Scream, the rules of the slasher movies were kind of more like guidelines. 
And while Randy did speak some truth, they were kind of universally accepted. Sure. In this movie, it turns out his rules are like rock solid. And they're just according to him rules. Yes. Yeah, it's very weird. Oh, well, I don't want to bog you down with the semantics of this. Uh, we're going to meet our guys, uh, Josh and Sam. Sam has set himself up like a weird, like a garage haunt situation where the neighborhood kids are coming through. That's pretty cool. <laughs> on October 30th. It's not even Halloween yet. Right. And uh, he is going to educate them and give them candy and uh, tell them about the, the mythos of uh, Weary Falls. Mm-hmm. So basically within Weary Falls, and we're going to learn all this through his little dialogue, there were like three guardians that were assigned to protect, I guess, the harvest in certain areas of the town. You have the boogeyman, who is our heavy metal minor dude. Mm-hmm. You have the candy corn scarecrow, who watches over the crops. And then you have uh, Pumpkin Man. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what he does exactly, but he does. I think it has something to do with trick-or-treating, right? Anybody catch this? I thought he... Was he not the one that... Went to life oh, in the pumpkin? I can't remember. I, I just remember kind of the lore of him... And the, where he the can vines. see out of the other all the pumpkins and the and vines. I, I like that the vines. Yeah, like, was, like yeah, he had like uh, control of the vines. He's poison ivy, like is what he is. Yeah. So there's yeah. that. And uh, one kid is like, I don't care about your stupid Halloween. Blah. So he sends him. He's like, okay, oh, I'm sorry, I'm out of candy. Go over there to that barrel where uh, Josh, I think, because Sam is the one that's really into it. Josh is the one that's not really into it that much. Josh is hiding in a barrel, and he pops out and scares the crap out of that kid. Uh, the kid goes running off. Very scary. Now comes uh, the neighborhood watch lady. Her name's Mrs. Barnhard, played by Linnea She looks Quigley. like she's been road hard. She has yeah. been road hard. <laughs> Mrs. Barnhard, Linnea Quigley, shows up, and she's like, You know what? You got to stop scaring kids, you son of a bitch. And then uh, Josh pops out, and he's like, you know what? You need to quit trying to take my dad's church because my dad was the pastor, and he passed away a year ago, and now you're trying to take it from him. She's like, meh. Uh, was, was this officially the most disappointed viewing of Linnea Quigley you've seen? No. No, <laughs> oh, wow. it is not. You want, you want to know the most disappointing? <laughs> sure. Watch the Night of the Demons remake. She shows up as a security guard for about 14 seconds and it is bad. Yeah. <laughs> you wow. cannot beat off to that. Yeah. I have tried. <laughs> I have done the research, gentlemen. It cannot be done. Uh, there's other parts that you can beat off to. But, um, so she shows up, and then they play the same prank on her, where she goes over to the barrel. Uh, Sam is like, hey, yeah, I promise I won't if you help me clean up. Just put all this candy in the barrel. And she walks over there and gets the shit scared out of her. She immediately goes home and calls Sam's dad, who is played by the Micro Machines guy. Remember that guy? (laughs) No. That's a deep cut for you. Uh, He's like, you know what, Sam? You're grounded, and uh, you got to quit fucking around with Halloween stuff, and you got to grow up. And uh, apparently Sam and Josh have started their own business called the Bushwhackers. Yeah. They are local uh, gardeners, I guess, and landscapers. And that's not really going anywhere either. Would have been better if they acted like the old wrestling. The wrestling tag team, yeah. Lockers, yeah. Showed up drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throwing their hands up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wearing camis for no reason. Um, they come. His, his dad calls them the gardeners from hell. 
which was kind of out of place, but whatever. Uh, apparently the, the grounding part doesn't really take place until like later on down the road. Cause Sam is back out with Josh later that night at the roller rink, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, there we meet one of the, one of their friends, a guy named Russell, who is clearly the token black guy. Uh, we meet Sam's crush who works there also. Her name's Michelle. Um, and then we, we cut to, I, I guess they go to the roller rink just to watch TV. Which is kind of weird. You don't have a TV in your house, but they go there to watch the local. Maybe it's the overall aesthetic of being there and watching TV. Okay, I'm into. It. I'm not really into it, but that doesn't... I mean, I mostly went to the roller rink to play arcade games. I went to the roller rink because yeah. my high school girlfriend insisted that I did, and uh, found out exactly how much head trauma I could take without getting concussed. Oh, nice. Yeah, I could not roller skate to save my fucking life, <laughs> turns out. But if you act hurt, then all the girls rush over to you and, oh, are you okay? Noted. Oh, yeah. And you can probably grab a booby. <laughs> uh, anyway, they go there to watch TV. It's the local rock show hosted by Dr. Rock, played by Ari Lehman. You guys know who Ari Lehman is? Dr. Rock? Uh, in, the real, in the real world <laughs> no, outside no. of this movie? No. He is not my favorite person. Follow follow me, gentlemen, into the uh, the annals of horror antiquity. You remember at the end of Friday the 13th, part one, when the Tardo kid jumps out of the water? Oh, yeah. That was Ari Lehman. Oh, oh my goodness. He has been riding that horse right into the fucking ground. He plays a keytar, the, the guitar thing, but, but it the has keyboards. Like the keyboard on mm-hmm. it. That's his claim to fame. In a, um, a reggae band. Yeah. And what do you think the name of the reggae band is? <sighs> Something to do with Friday the 13th? You're fucking A right. It's called First Jason. Oh, jeez. And every single song that he plays... I never would have guessed that. fucking stupid. First off, they all sound exactly the same. Second off, they are all vaguely in some way related to him being the best Jason Voorhees ever. Hmm. And he, I think he also has like a brand of hot sauce. So <laughs> oh, well, you, my have gosh. <laughs> you have to. You have to. I'm Jamaican hot sauce I'm too, ju- man. I'm the whitest Jew Jamaican you ever did see. <laughs> I realize that was not a good Jamaican accent. <laughs> Jamaican Jason. T- totally out of out of context. Anyway, uh, they um, Doctor Rock has the local heavy metal band on, and they're announcing a big local concert. To which uh, Sam and Josh decide they have to go to, and because but they're in no hurry to get there. Well, apparently it's the next night, I think. But they, uh, Josh, uh, kind of inadvertently invites Michelle also, and I guess Russell just decides to tag along, and so they kind of hatch this ingenious scheme that they're going to uh, take off the next night. So for Sam's punishment of uh scaring mrs barnhard he has to go and basically collect food for the food drive on halloween night so he thinks he's being pretty smart he's like well i'll just go trick-or-treating and collect a bunch of candy for the food drive mm-hmm. okay sure i'm with you i mean really who the, what are you gonna go door to door asking for canned goods on halloween <laughs> come on man what are you doing but all right fair enough so he thinks he found a like a loophole where he's just going to show up with a bunch of candy for her at in the next town over is where he's going to go trick or treating and uh, that happens to be where the concert is. So all they need at this point is a ride to the concert and their their money in the bank, right? Mm-hmm. 
So where are they going to get a ride, you ask? We do ask. Well, we have to go to the green screen drive-in, <laughs> which in which a, a couple of hot young lovers are about to get at least a good finger-banging going, oh, I, I would hope, in the backseat of a uh, Volkswagen uh, minivan thing. Remember those guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they just show up and start beating on the doors. As that, this, get, that gets your motor going. It will. Mm-hmm. But this poor dude is trying to round second base. And here almost comes got there, too. These man. fucking assholes. Just, hey, you, you got to take us to a concert, man. Come on, man. I'll come out of that thing swinging with a hard dick. <laughs> right at your face, you fucking jerk-offs. Get out of here. Talk about your concert later. Uh, regardless, the, we we're going to meet these two characters. It's Chris and Nikki. They're anxious to have sex with each other. Can't seem to pull it off because these dickweeds keep interrupting. Mm-hmm. Re- begrudgingly, Chris is like, oh, you're going to get me in the concert? Sure, I'll drive you over there tomorrow. Now get the fuck out of here so I can get knuckle deep in Nikki here. <laughs> so we're going to cut to tomorrow. Uh, Chris rounds everybody up in the minivan and they take off to the next town. They are on a road, but... Jo- or uh, Sam has a map that shows like a shortcut down a dirt road or something like that. So they go peeling down this dirt road, and then they happen upon this old barn and a sign that says, Welcome to Weary Falls. So they basically stumbled into what is now the ghost town of Weary Falls, which consists of one barn, by the way. Didn't that, didn't that welcome sign uh, say, like, Welcome to Deathville or Some, yeah, something. Somebody yeah. wrote shit. some shit. It was so <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> but it looked brand spanking new. Yeah. So there's that. Not 30 years old. Uh, they get out and they're like, hey, this is a good place to chill out. Why don't we just hang here? It's like mid-afternoon at this point. So they get out and they start poking around. Uh, they build themselves a campfire, start telling scary stories. Uh, all very well and good. Josh breaks down more, or Sam breaks down more of his rules of Halloween. Mm-hmm. And one of them involves you don't knock on the barn door and say trick or treat three times. Because if you do, that wakes up the three guardians of Weary Falls and they'll come fuck your shit up. So naturally, hanging around the, the campfire, everybody's trying to outballs each other. So they decide as a group to go knock on the barn doors and do the trick or treat thing. They do just that. On the third knock, third trick-or-treat, the barn doors creak open, and they all go in there and start poking around. There's fucking chickens in there. Live chickens. So this barn is 30 years old, but there's still... Either those are 30-year-old chickens, or somebody is coming around to, like, feed the chickens, right? Mm -hmm. Well, whatever. I don't want to nitpick this thing. (laughs) Maybe somebody still uses it, but he doesn't kind of open up that portal... Uh, okay. Because he's not, you know, he just opens the door. Sure. He's just a farmer. He's, uh, he's, just he's not knocking and saying trick or treat. He's not. He's going to fuck those chickens. <laughs> you, understand? you know that. You know that's Cluck, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw some nice asses on those chickens. Uh, they go in there. They're poking around. All is well and good. Everybody decides to leave except for uh, Russell, who is the token black guy. He's like, I'm going to hang back and check this place out. So he puts his headphones back on and he's walking around. And then he, of course, gets killed by the uh, uh, boogeyman, the heavy metal miner. Mm-hmm. Gets all fucked up, too. Uh, okay, while that's going on, we're going to cut back outside. Chris and Nikki have found a makeshift tent, which is perfect for sexing her down in. Oh, yeah. Because it's right outside and it's got like the weird Halloween symbol on it. So mm-hmm. 
they go in there and they start to to get busy. Uh, while that's going on, Michelle, Sam, and Josh are like, okay, well, we're just going to go trick-or-treating then. So apparently this barn is like within walking distance of the town, right? It has to be because mm-hmm. they're in the town just like that, trick-or-treating. Now, I don't want to take – I don't want to – I like this movie. And I don't want to nitpick it and I don't want to tear this movie apart. But these three actors could easily pop, pass for, what, late 20s? Yeah. Yeah. And they're out trick-or-treating. If those fucking guys show up to my door on Halloween looking for candy, <laughs> Get the fuck out I'm going to hit them with a super soaker probably. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, then I'm going to probably like notify the, the sex crimes enforcement. For, for, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. It's just a little weird. But that's fine, whatever. They're, they're making good time with the candy and all that stuff. While they're out trick-or-treating, we're going to cut back to sexy time with uh, uh, Chris and Nikki. They get murdered. Uh, Nikki gets it first. She gets like a weird impalement. We do get to see not her boobs, but some stunt boobs. Decent enough stunt mm-hmm. boobs. They're good. Uh, she gets impaled. Chris gets wounded, but manages to haul ass into town looking for Sam and Josh. Um, in like the, the pursuit, the three amigos or three guardians are like chasing after him. Uh, they get, they get, make it to town also chasing Chris. Chris runs into Sam. Uh, he's like, Hey, all your rules of Halloween, right? The, the three guys are chasing me. And then just as that happens, like Sam's like, Oh my God, Michelle's trying to talk to me. I'm too nervous. I gotta go. So he splits, (laughs) finds out about a house party happening somewhere in this town. Mm-hmm. Comes out, uh, bumps like shoulder gets shoulder checked by the the boogeyman and gets his candy stolen. So, all right, they decide to go to the house party anyway. Where of course uh, Chris goes to hide, but then the three guardians show up and basically butcher everybody at the house party, including uh, a pretty kick-ass hillbilly band. I thought, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, rips them all to fucking shreds we get like a cool little four and a half minute kill montage mm-hmm. practical effects um just before that goes down though we find the uh town drunk jason and this guy has got the 411 on what's going on doesn't every town drunk oh, yeah always listen to the town drunk uh he's like hey dude the pumpkin man he can see through all the pumpkin's eyes that's why you got to go around smashing pumpkins and then he, he breaks down the backstory of the um, uh, the boogeyman. He died in some kind of a mining accident. And then uh, the other guy, I don't even remember, uh, the candy corn. Did he go into the, the gate of hell and all of that stuff too? I, I think so. I can't recall. Uh, it was a whole thing. Yeah. But big massacre at the party. Kill everybody. Uh, the town drunk tries to fight them off while they figure out what's going on. Uh, he gets killed too, unfortunately. Quickly, very quickly. Yeah. He didn't. I mean, not a good fight. You would think it would be more climactic, yeah. but I mean, for with the budget that we're dealing with, you can't be doing like kick flips, true, or you know, any kind of bullet time matrix moves. <laughs> so they killed him off pretty quick, and then he's like, "Oh, here's a, here's a necklace I pulled off of the boogeyman. Take that with you. It might help. You got to get back to that barn and do something." So they go back to the barn. At this point, we're down to um, Chris, or uh, Sam, Josh, and Michelle. They're the only ones left. They go back to the barn trying to shut down this Halloween apocalypse situation. They get there. They get to poking around. They find like a trap door, which goes down to a basement. And then there's like a weird, there's like weird shrine rooms 
in the basements of the of the barn for each dude. So we basically have like three separate boss fights going on. Um, Sam gets he manages to kill the pumpkin guy, but Josh gets mortally wounded in the well. We thought he got mortally wounded, but then uh, at that point, Sam has to tell Michelle to go back to town and get help and take this food. I don't want to be known as a fucking asshole on Halloween, so. Let me give that to Mrs. Barnhart. Tell her I'm sorry for scaring her. She goes hauling ass back to town. Sam goes down there uh, and then starts fighting the boogeyman guy. Uh, kills the boogeyman guy. So apparently, he, in doing so, though, he knocks the wig and helmet off the boogeyman guy. Why mm. is the boogeyman wearing a wig? Any thoughts on that? Well, he had horns. He did, but I mean... you. Already I don't ha- think he would care if people know he has horns well he's already wearing the miner's helmet so it's not like you can see him yeah maybe he was yeah. just like what feeling a little dave mustaine or something <laughs> no i don't know clue. a little james hetfield in there uh anyway kills the boogeyman guy uh josh we find out is actually not as badly wounded as we thought he was because he gets out um manages to set michelle or did michelle michelle got captured right because I think there was like a broad yeah, panty situation yeah. with her. And they set her free, and then she went back to town. And then uh, the big final battle between uh, the last guy, the pumpkin pumpkin man, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where they get their, their feet wrapped up in the mm-hmm. vines. Mm-hmm. And then they get down Thank there. Thank goodness they have their bushwhacker weed eater. Yeah. Well, we got a getting, oh, ready, killer. getting ready for war montage <sighs> in the back of the van yeah. with all of the... Uh, Wedge hedge trimmers and the the bushwhacking accoutrement, <laughs> accoutrement of bushwhacking. <laughs> yeah. um, and so that's all great. And then finally, they get down. They manage to cast the last guy in. There is actually a portal to hell in the bottom of the barn. They throw him down there. <laughs> it's like a sewer. <laughs> it looked like a manhole. Yeah. Or like, you know, it was small enough to where you could probably shit into it. Yeah. I think they just drew it in with like Microsoft Paint. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, at the at the very end, they, they manage to kill. But then a, a hand comes up out, and then that's the end of your movie. And then there's like a little post-credit mm-hmm. sequence of uh, Michelle driving down. And mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. And the uh, pumpkin yeah, behind pumpkin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Pumpkin guy pops out behind her. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much the end of your first movie. What would you guys think of that one? The silly. barn. It was silly. I thoroughly... I mean, it's... It, it had great Halloween visuals. Totally. Mm-hmm. And... We didn't mind that it was completely retarded. Oh, of course. Um, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, it was fun enough for me to immediately uh, buy it and the sequel once I found out there was a sequel. You did also buy the okay. Birdemic uh, box set, so <laughs> yes. your credibility has gone out the window. <laughs> no, I, I actually, I, for all my shit talking, I really like this movie. Yeah. No, it was fun. It's low budget as fuck all. The acting is... Yeah. Mostly non-existent. It's definitely one we'll put into our October rotation. Nice, for very 31, nice. For 31. Yeah. Very nice. Um, if you're if you're not, I mean, it's not scary. It's not really funny. There, I got a couple of chuckles out yeah, of it. I, I had guess. a couple of moments, but uh, I, I like it more for just the the lowbrow, low budget kind of shot in somebody's garage mm-hmm. aesthetic. Had mm-hmm. some good synth music. Oh yeah, plenty of good synth music. Um, I bought. I got this one streaming on Amazon Prime. I had to pay like three bucks to rent it. I thought I watched it on Tubi. Yeah, I was it on, on Tubi? Yeah, I watched it on Tubi. You motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> I'm down three bucks. God damn it! 
All right. Well, you can find it apparently on Tubi for free, or you can pay three bucks on Amazon Prime. Uh, check it out, inmates. It's definitely worth a watch. Nothing to take too seriously, but uh, in the it definitely gets you into the vein and the vibe of Halloween for sure. Yeah, I'd for, say. for sure. Let's take us a little break, gentlemen. Aye. Mm-hmm.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, beaches. Oh, dude, I am ready for Halloween, gentlemen. I don't yeah. know about you guys. We're always ready for Halloween. I need some. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need some football on TV. I need some uh, creepy decorations throughout the neighborhood. Better creepy. I need some pumpkin beer, which I feel like actually tastes like shit. But it's just, <laughs> yeah, it just rings just in the, the novelty hol- of it. Then. You know, it's what it is, and you got to endure that because it's Halloween. But it's part of the Halloween. You know, uh, oh, it's like these damn ant these. Intamin pumpkin spice oh, donuts God. that come out. Don't Ugh. even get me started oh, on those my fucking goodness. things. Pumpkin coffee, pumpkin creamer, pumpkin everything, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. I'm, in, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to start the road to, to Halloween. Uh, well, you know what else I'm ready to start the road to? Hmm. My three. penis. Well, that it goes without saying. But <laughs> Very short road. <laughs> three on a meat hook, gentlemen. Three on a meat hook. <clears throat> this week's meat hook, sentimental horror. Now, you could interpret that a number of different ways. What I meant when yeah. I said that was <laughs> movies that you find, sent- you hold dear for sentimental reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will go ahead and start things off okay. with number three, The Children. Mm. This was the very first horror film I ever remembered watching. And for the life of me, for like 30 years, I could not remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. Or what the fuck it was until I was listening to Gray over at the Dark Hours <clears throat> do a review on it. And I was like, that's that damn movie. Kids with black fingernails, orange smoke, doesn't make a lick of sense. That's the movie I've been thinking about. <laughs> and then I watched it and I, of course, was gravely disappointed. Yeah. But that's okay. I liked it all right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And uh, I don't think it scared me when i watched it as a kid i think the fascination was that the kids were the villains and they were the ones killing people but uh that's what it is that's my number three how about you jay well since i'm an old man with that can't remember shit i have to look at my list here that a boy uh, number three april fool's day and why is that one <laughs> saw it in theater with my dad and i just remember um just remember that ending getting me yeah and uh, it's just a, I'm. It's a mo- one of the few movies that I am genuinely like obsessed with. Okay. I really, really love that movie. Very uh, cool. Just very fond memories. Very just cool. Childhood. I'm into it, buddy. Numero uh, trace. Number three, uh, Poltergeist. Uh, it's a crap movie now, but back then it scared <laughs> the living daylights out of me, and it's like one of those that. I I miss that feeling, so yeah. that's that's why sentimental for me. It's like, man, that really scared the crap out of me. But I watch it now, I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, Sarah's <laughs> number three is also Poltergeist. Yeah, same yeah. reason, pretty mm. much. Yeah, I childhood was, scared the shit out of her. Yeah, it yeah. got me too. And uh, watch, I, I saw it much later. No, and, really. Yeah, so 
the first time I saw it, I'm like, this is goofy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was never impressed by it. The, I, to this day, the part that got me the worst was the chairs. No, that's that, a, that's that part a, was oh, like, yeah. oh, fuck. That's what? The, the, the coolest scene. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was never really that scared of the clown. I was like, just no. fucking throw it out the window. <laughs> yeah. The tree, it was like, okay. All right. A locked toy box. Yeah. You know, you know whatever. Uh, number two for me is going to be the Jack Nicholson classic, Wolf. Mm, Had my first kiss with a girl, Ooh, Jason. Wow. <laughs> in a movie a theater with a girl that was not related to me in any way uh, during the movie theater during Wolf. Mm. And it's not a bad show. No, either. it's, it's not, not exactly frightening or anything, but, um, you know, it's Jack Nicholson as a werewolf. What are you fucking Is that expecting? the one also with Benicio del Toro? No, you're thinking no. of Wolfman. Okay. That one, not so good. <laughs> eh, a little bit of Bentmeyer. Yeah, those two. I, get, I always get those two confused. Well, it's because I think I could see why. And it's because neither one of them goes like full werewolf. Mm-hmm. You just get kind of like a hairy, a hairy guy. <laughs> with fa- like a nasty mouth. <laughs> and the eyes. In the eyes. You get the eyes. Uh, that's number, th- number two for me, Jason. How about number My two? My number two. Oh, man. Friday the 13th, part three. 3D. Okay. Uh, this is, this is the movie that has eluded me my entire life. Why has it eluded you? Because I never got to see it in its original 3D presentation. Oh. Uh, I've been obsessed with it. I've almost rented, we almost, uh, rented a theater in Texas. Wow. And flew there just to watch this movie in its original presentation. Okay. Like it required like two projectionists, like... To really show it the way it's supposed to be shown. Uh-huh. Uh, the plans just fell through, and now I just can't find it screening anywhere. And I, and that theater no longer has the setup to show it. Oh. So I remember being at the theater when it came out, and I, but we were watching something else. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I said I needed to go to the bathroom just so I could come out and look in this little window right. that each theater door had. And I remember seeing just a little snippet of it real quick. Mm-hmm. That's as close as I've ever came to seeing that movie in theater. Huh. Uh, but most of my like Friday the 13th shit that I've got in my office and stuff revolves around part three. Um, love it. Love yeah. the cheese of it. I love the cheese of 80s 3D movies. Love it. Mm. When it didn't have... Everything was coming at you whether it needed to or not. Of course, yeah. yeah. And it was so much better than modern 3D, what even is, though the quality was terrible. Well, I think back then you directed a movie for 3D. Mm-hmm. Like that shot of him with the yo-yo. Yeah. There's no fucking <laughs> point to that. It's so blatant. There's no fucking point to no, that at all. No. And one of the most useless biker gangs ever in cinema history in that yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I have a small 3D glasses collection, and I, I just recently acquired as kind of my holy grail, I got an original pair of Friday the 13th 3D glasses. Very cool. Um, they're in horrible shape, but damn it, I've got a pair. Very cool, man. Mm-hmm. You got and if it. I ever get to watch it in theater, I'm wearing those fucking glasses. So I've got the red and blue 3D version Yeah, with 3D glasses. Yeah, that don't, that don't cut it. I was going to say, you're welcome to it. It's completely different. No, and it'll give you a headache if you try to watch it. <laughs> so that's my number two. Right on, buddy. Well, growing up, I uh, used to go to the you know video stores a lot, watching those horror movies, and I you know a bunch of stupid ones. And then I pulled out 
Evil Dead mm-hmm. and uh, took that home and I had never seen anything like it and started playing it and my dad walked in and saw like all the blood just splattering all over the place and my dad was like what are you watching mm-hmm. and he's the one who actually got me into horror movies and uh, just the fact that he stopped and you know and he actually finished watching the movie with me it was like almost that bonding moment between us um, and yeah I'll just never forget that it was just very cool yeah wow Right on, man. That kind of takes. That kind of leads me into my number one, which is par- the original Paranormal Activity. Mm. This was the last movie I got to see with my father in a movie theater before he passed. Um, <laughs> so we went on like a Tuesday afternoon, right? And this is the, this is me being the quiet racist that I actually am, but won't admit to. <laughs> so it's like a tu- it's like a Tuesday afternoon. The theater is empty. It's me and my old man in there, and we're sitting right in the middle of the theater. Everything's fine. Uh, like 15 minutes into the movie, these two black guys walk in, thugged out, stone gangsters. And they both just stand. They don't sit down. They just stand right there in the entryway for a few minutes. Oh, and the whole time I'm going, oh, fuck, here we go. What did start? They're going to... Fire up their speakers and you know smoke some weed or what, and it's gonna be whip a, out a boombox and break dance. Break. How much more stereotypical are you gonna get? Here? <laughs> That's I know, what I'm right? saying. <laughs> break out some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Jeez, wow. But uh, there, and then what a fucking asshole I am. Five minutes later, like six or eight little old little old men, little old white guys walk in behind them, and they help these these old senior citizens to their seats and get them situated the two thugs oh okay and i'm like i am the biggest fucking asshole racist uh ever and what a fucking jerk off i am but then the story gets better even because these these two thugs with the hearts of gold are sitting behind us the one of the old guys that they situated like two rows in front of us halfway through the movie his cell phone starts ringing and he has a full-on conversation with somebody about his car insurance oh, for fuck's sake. through the entire movie. No! No, you have to talk to my sister. My sister handles all of that. Oh, my god! Okay, well, thank you for calling. Oh, no, you know what? Let me get you her phone number. I got it here somewhere. <laughs> and then the black guy started, and they're like, Yo, Earl! Get out the phone, man! <laughs> Anyway, that was the last movie I got to see with my father in a movie theater, and uh, that was par- the first Paranormal Activity. How about number one, j it's, it's too bad that that was wrecked a little bit for you. Um, what we have found is that, because we're massive Paranormal Activity fans, sure. the absolute best way to experience those movies is in a packed auditorium with everybody adhering to social norms sure shutting the fuck up and not looking at their phone right because that that shared communal tension is just amazing oh yeah mm-hmm. it is it's tremendous i'm sure but that's not what you got no i got earl <laughs> and the uh car insurance lady uh real quick i'll backpedal for uh oh sure Sarah's number two was uh trick oh trick or treat okay yeah trick or treat um i'm surprised she didn't put that in number one but uh, she and I both have The Exorcist as number one. Okay. Wow. And uh, that was both of our, well, that was our first movie date. Nice. Uh, yeah, nothing says love like, like demon possession. Let Jesus fuck you. <laughs> um, came out the same year I was born. Nice. Long fucking time ago. Yeah, you're older than dirt. My, my mama 
before she got pregnant with me, loved horror movies. Mm-hmm. Once she got pregnant with me, completely disinterested. Wow. And my dad wanted to take her to see The Exorcist. And she pleaded to not go see this fucking movie. Huh. Uh, but he for, he basically forced her to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're driving. like, And it's out in bumfuck because, I mean, we lived in the middle of nowhere. Right. Um, car breaks down. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so they never, they never actually saw got to see it. Oh, oh wow. I, I'm Man. sure he saw it some time later, mm-hmm. but she didn't have to watch it. Mm. Um, but because of her story and, and then Sarah and me, uh, there's just way too much there. Um, and plus it's just a, a fucking great movie. Very cool. It is. It is. It's probably one of the best. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. To, to go along with that story, my my dad took my mom to see that. Scared the shit out of her. She says I, that that did it for horror movies for her. She's like, I never that was see another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wrecked her. <laughs> yeah, it did. Very good. Uh, my number one, Halloween, the original. Okay. Uh, it's just one of those, I don't know, like when I was a kid, I'd go to my relative's house. And anytime that was on, it was like, I just stop me in my tracks. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I, I just got to watch this. Cool. Yeah. And it's always been... Always been my favorite. Nice. It's really good. It is mm-hmm. very good. That, right on. That damn movie plays so many times throughout the year at our house. Yeah. Well, once you get into like mid-September, October, all the major networks just like <laughs> yeah. kick through Non-stop. the whole franchise over yeah. and over and over again until you're sick of it. Yeah, it's like a Christmas story around Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right on, inmates. We would like to know what your top three uh, sentimental horror movies are. Get us on the mental health hotline, area code 775-387-0275, or you can go to paddedroompodcast.com. Set yourself up a profile. Hit the mail thing, right, Jay? <laughs> you you can, you can use the contact us form without even setting up a, uh, an account if you don't want to, and uh, it shoots it right over to us. Or you can use a traditional email and send it to mail at paddedroompodcast.com that's what i was looking for um and i think that's about it that's it we want to know inmates let us know in the mm-hmm. meantime we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called what are you looking at what are you looking at I did it. I watched uh, Thriller, A Cruel a cruel Picture from 1973. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's not a bad show. I watched the porno version because yeah. I thought, why the fuck not? Kids are out of the house. <laughs> yeah. I might as well get this in while I can. Um, <laughs> as far as... I, <laughs> it's genuinely the only time I've ever been able to say... Well, this porn is just gratuitous and unnecessary. (laughs) So, it's supposed to be a rape-revenge movie, from what I gather. But, like, as far as the porno goes and the actual sex, it's consensual because she is a prostitute and a junkie. Granted, that part was not consensual, but... Like, it's not like they're, like, roundhouse kicking her while they're fucking her or anything like that, you know? Now, that'd be a hell of a movie. That would be something. Uh, It's not like, uh, you know, she's forced to... Nympho (laughs) ninjas. It's not like she's being forced to suck off her dad or anything. So, like, as far as the actual sex scenes go, 
they're actually kind of bland, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean. Plus, with all that hair, you can barely even see see anything going on. Where are the bushwhackers when we need them (laughs) with their tool vests? You did get to see a monstrous monstrous load, but that was. There uh, was. That that guy has been building. He must have just got out of jail or something. (laughs) Yeah, but it was just so unnecessary. I don't think it was necessary. (laughs) The movie itself is fine. It's fine. I loved how she had Mondays off. (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was kind of nice the pimp gave her mondays off she could do whatever she wanted on Mondays. yeah and she used every monday to go train in martial arts sharpshooting tactical driving stunt car driving (laughs) yes uh like weird gorilla slapping a lot of slapping going on it's fine it's not like nearly as disturbing as i thought it would be yeah it's um it's a vinegar syndrome movie that's for sure yeah so you could probably beat off to it if you wanted to (laughs) I uh, watched that. I watched The Unheard from 2023. This one just hit Shudder. Um, young deaf lady slowly is regaining her hearing and is doing so in like a haunted house kind of a situation. It's pretty mundane, but they do do some very cool things with the audio as she's regaining her hearing hmm. and things are going on there. Hmm. Uh, lastly, I watched House of Darkness from 2022. Tony recommended this one sort of a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's not bad. It's got it stars Justin Long. It's not that bad. He's always great. Um, was he uh, Justin Long in the movie, or was he extra Justin Long in the movie? <laughs> he was like uh, two shades. He was like Justin Long point three. Okay. <laughs> he was he was definitely Justin Long, but he was not like full on Justin full Long. on Justin Long. Okay. <laughs> he was like Justin Medium. I think. <laughs> It's not bad. Guy goes home with a girl after he picks her up at a bar. Things get pretty weird from there. I don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it. That's all I'm looking at, guys. What do you got, Jason? I didn't get to see anything that was horror-related other, other than required viewing. Okay, buddy? Uh, I saw so many. I, I can't even name them all, but I did take like some okay. screenshots. Um, I saw a Girl, The Free Fall, The Evil Next Door, You Are Not My Mother, Cruel Summer, We Need to Do Something, Come True, In the Earth, Fear of Rain, uh, The Misfits, Pilgrim, Along Came the Devil, and a whole bunch more. I, <laughs> I couldn't Alrighty. keep up. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. I think I've seen a few of those. Right on. Well, how about some immersion therapy then, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Immersion Therapy Oh, how about that Antichrist, gentlemen? How about it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was something. A lot of genital trauma happening here. I thought I had seen this some time ago, but I thought... I think I started it and bailed out. I don't blame you. But uh, I endured this time. Yeah, what'd you think? Got it knocked out. It's fine. Like, he did uh, Lars Van Van Trier. Van Trier. Yeah. Uh, also did uh, The House of Jack Built. Yes. Nymphomaniac. Mm-hmm. Melancholy. Another, so those are the only two movies I've seen of his. But both of them are, they are just trying so hard. Um but they still just end up falling flat for me. It feels very masturbatory to me. 
Like, I'm going to shock you in so many ways, and then you're just going to assume that it's art. But at the end, it's like, all I remember is cock and balls and lady cutting off her clip with a pair of scissors. Yeah, she yeah. really did. She really did that. And those scissors were not very clean, and they looked a little rusty. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it wasn't a clean swipe, as they say. But by mm. the by the end of it, I don't know what the fuck I just no, watched. No. So what does the end mean? Is he the Antichrist? I, Did he become it? I, I want to say he became it. It could be. Yeah. Like it would have been her if she would have managed to kill him, right? But since he performed the killing, yeah, uh, it fell on him, I guess. Yeah. Um, I appreciated the weighted leg. Uh, that was gnarly. Yeah. I don't know what the um, point of that was, but all right. I, didn't, I guess she just didn't think he could get away. Well, then um, just kill him. Getting all weird with it. She couldn't do that until the three, oh, that's right. the three beggars came. Yeah. Um, so it's fine. It's very long. It's yeah. not well paced. It's got some good music. Sure. Um, it's got some good uh, cinematography. Sure. I like Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Apparently has a huge cock. Uh, he's at least got one he's proud of. I uh, tell you, I don't know if that's his or a stunt wiener, but it's, it's whatever. <laughs> I think that was him. Uh, good for him. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so it's fine. Five out of ten. Okay. Fair enough, buddy. What would you think? Yeah, I give it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I give it five. Maybe like a four and a half. There is actual penetration. So there's that. Um, I would. It, it will keep you interested. Does it get a, another half point for that? Well, of course. <laughs> it, will, it will definitely keep your interest. I feel like if you have never seen it before, I've seen it. Um, yeah, I don't plan on watching. I don't again. think I'll watch it again. Yeah. But I will make unwanted relatives watch it. When <laughs> would you want up. them out? Yeah. Oh, you guys want to check a movie out? I got. I've got a religious you. movie. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna love. No, you're gonna love it. Here, let me pop it in for you. <laughs> Right on. Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be The Thing from 2011, inmates. You can find this bad guy streaming on Netflix. This is the prequel to the original Thing. Uh, Check that shit out, and we will do the same. But now it is time to educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. Well, me and my brother are out on a hunting trip, and uh, we—I'm—I'm not—I'm—I'm I'm not exactly what you call stable to, to begin with. And our grandmother, wouldn't you know, is having a long-standing relationship with a demon, or so she says. Uh, and now she's getting ready to pass, and I feel like. Whatever this thing is might be like eyeballing me and sizing me up. So I don't know if I'm down with that. But I or I might just be crazy too, Jason. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know what I'm doing. That's for sure. Who who <laughs> might I be? I am Seder from twenty sixteen. You guys seen Seder? Yep. Apparently a true story. And that the director's grandma actually played the lady in there and she's like at the end, you see all of her auto writing. That's all real shit. Oh wow! Yeah, it's kind of makes it even more freaky. In a weird hmm. way. Uh, who might I be this week? You ask. We do. 
I am a hot teenage girl, gentlemen. You bet you are. You bet I am. At least on the weekends. And uh, I got a little bit of a goth thing going on. Me and my sister, we like to uh, take weird, morbid pictures. Walking home from one of our little photo shoots one night, and I get bit by something. Fuck me. Now all of a sudden, I'm changing. And it's like a slow, gradual process, but it's kind of in tune with me getting my first period. Guys? Fuck. <laughs> so if I, uh, you know, get need, the, need a man pond. get the red rain, then uh, I might just go full into this other thing. And that I don't know if I can come back or not. It's a whole goddamn now I'm fighting people with, uh, uh, what do you call, lawn Lawn hockey uh, mallets. I thought you were going to say lawn darts. <laughs> lawn cool darts. Too. You'd kill somebody with <laughs> oh, all those man. fucking things. I don't think you can even buy those anymore. <laughs> too many kids got impaled. <laughs> <laughs> Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week, uh, inmates, and I will clue you in. In the meantime, join us next week for 1031 here in Halfway to Halloween Month. Uh, we do have a, can- a Patreon campaign running. If anybody gives a shit, go to support.paddedroompodcast.com, and you'll find everything you need to know about that there. Um, you guys got anything else on the week? That's it for me. All righty. In that case, for being halfway to Halloween, mm-hmm. teenage girls and their periods, uh, racist moments that you might have in a movie theater, which you didn't really think were racist until you later examined Announced it. Announced them on a podcast. And then realized you're actually a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week.